After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Welcome to Greater Good Radio Hawaii, where leaders inspire leaders. Greater Good Radio Hawaii is dedicated to social entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Evan Leong, and with me is my co-host, Carrie Leong. Today's guest is Rebecca Parker, President and CEO of M. Dyer & Sons. Rebecca started with M. Dyer over 20 years ago and in the year 2000 was promoted to the top position. Through her leadership, M. Dyer's overall revenue has doubled in the past six years and has some innovative company programs designed to serve the community. Please welcome to Greater Good Radio, President and CEO of M. Dyer & Sons, Rebecca Parker. Welcome to our show, Rebecca. Good morning. Thank you. So could you tell us about M. Dyer & Sons? Well, we are a relocation company. We provide relocation services in our island, uh, across the street or around the world. Basically, we specialize in taking very good quality care of a household goods relocation. In addition, we have our record storage division, which provides um, file management for those businesses that need that type of service. So you're kind of like everything under the sun, almost, in terms of relocating and logistics. That would be correct. If you're moving somewhere or you have a special commodity that needs to move somewhere, we've moved such things as um, glider planes, um, very heavy toll um, telephone booths from England, very unusual pieces, or very simple household goods relocations. And when you started with the company over 20 years ago, you folks were just um, doing what type of moving and have you expanded to these different other things? Well, when we when I started 20 years ago, we were providing relocation services, but we specialized more in the Inner Island Department of Defense family relocations and a few specialty contracts. What we've done now is um, reached out a little bit further um, to serve more global corporate clients in addition to records management and auto relocations. So, yes, growing class of customers. So let's talk a little bit about you, Rebecca. I mean, 20 years, you know, that's really amazing. How did you start and what is your story to getting to the top position? Well, 20 years goes by in a blink. You'd be amazed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started by honestly um, putting out a resume for a bookkeeping position. My past experience had been as a controller. It was a tough job market at the time and I was broke and 20-something, and very worried about how I was going to pay the rent. So I accepted a bookkeeping position, uh, overqualified, not sure what the future was going to hold, but needed to figure out where I was going. So bottom line is, was blessed. The Dyer family um, saw the potential and helped groom me over a 10-year period of time um, without me knowing that that's where they were heading. Accounting background as far as education goes, um, some business management skills, and a lot of continuing education. So both in the industry and outside of the industry. So very interesting process in itself. We believe in promoting from within. So um, all of our upper management staff has come from within. So it makes us have a better quality base and a better place to um, look at our customers' needs. How is that working in a family business that you're not a part of the family? 
I get asked almost daily, are you a dyer? Mm -hmm. And I have to answer that question, no, but really feel a part of the family. We believe in having a working family. Um, and I say that to all new hires that come on with us. Uh, welcome to the M. Dyer & Sons Ohana. And we mean that seriously. There's some challenges. The Dyers um, put together that succession plan. They have five children, and the three boys didn't really want to manage 80 employees. So um, they had to create a plan. And you had a choice. Do you sell the company? Do you sell it to the employees? Do you um, close up? What do you do? And what they chose, which was really wonderful for all of us, was to sell it to the employees. So we now have um, approximately 60 employee owners, which is a really unique concept, but drives up quality immensely. Is it hard to manage that? I mean, how do you make decisions then? Well, um, there's a management committee, and um, basically I pretty much have the final vote, but the employees have input um, to some degree. It, it, it's an interesting factor in that we try to make them understand that they own a piece of this company, so everything that they do makes a difference to the bottom line and therefore to their pension plan. <laughs> so for when you mentioned that they were grooming you, what mm -hmm. was the process of that when you look back and go, oh, that's what they were doing? Well, keep adding responsibilities, anything from um, collections to managing carrier relations to managing contracts with the Department of Defense, to bidding out those contracts, to negotiating um, our insurance portfolio, um, loss ratios, being placed out on a job um, so but that you could get an idea of what was happening. You know, sometimes people look at it and they go, God, I just keep getting more responsibility. Mm -hmm. I mean, w what was your feeling while you were going through the process? Well, there were days that were a struggle, I have to admit. But it's juggling things and learning time management. And I think, if nothing else, my financial background certainly helped. Um, good organizational skills certainly helped. But at times, it's also knowing when to say when, because there is a, a balance in there somewhere. And you do need some time for yourself so that you are the best you can be, particularly um, in a management position. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio. After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. How do you sell his company to Akamai Technologies for $3 billion? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. Who donates 6% of sales to make more money? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. How do you get 100 stores and 100 million in sales in less than 10 years? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. Who raised $50,000 in a few weeks for the tsunami relief? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. And all while benefiting the community. Radio We're back with President and CEO of M. Dyer & Sons, Rebecca Parker. Did you always want to be a president or a CEO of a company when you were younger? Never. Or was it accident? Never dreamed of it. In all honesty, I thought I would be back office, so um, stay in the background, um, not jump out there and say, here we are, uh, we're here to serve you. Um, could not have imagined that 20 years ago. 
when was it that you decided or you you came to the realization that you could become president or CEO and you had the ability to do that? Well, honestly, uh, Medford Dyer took me out to lunch, actually breakfast one morning, and said, um, I have a plan. I want to know if you're game. And so we, we, the management team, there are four of us, and Mr. Dyer is still on that team for as long as he, he wants us. <laughs> Um, we, the management team, decided to, yes, jump into this boat together. So it was a mutual decision. It wasn't an easy one. Um, a female running a trucking company was not a normal career path. Um, it took some uh, selling to our employees because um, I'm sure that they expected someone else to be stepping into some of those shoes. But it's worked out very well, I think, in the long run for everybody concerned. So maybe can you give us a couple of tips or mm -hmm. some of the things that you folks did in order to smooth that transition process out, um, maybe for other people who might be going through a similar transition in their own company? Well, we set clear goals. One of them were sales goals. Um, we also set clear expectations for the employees. We discussed it very openly with the employees, what we were expecting, where we wanted to go, and how they could help us get there. So such things as they could become employee owners over a 10-year period of time, that that truck that they were driving on, they would own. That this warehouse, if we did it right, they would own. And that every customer that they pleased would come back to us. So that was a very important formula to push forward to them. Because it, it's difficult to explain to someone who has a, a high school or possibly a little bit of a college education why every move that they do and pleasing that customer to the absolute joy is important. Moving is a stressful um, adventure. Usually it comes about because you've had a change of life experience. It's training ourselves and our customer service representatives and our employees with take a deep breath, put yourself in their shoes. Um, that's really what we changed is our outlook on how we were doing business. It wasn't how much tonnage we had or how many trucks we were running today or how many moves we were going to complete this year. It was how pleased that client was going to be with the move. So we changed that focus. And how do you think that structure changed productivity and increased profitability? Oh, huge. Um, because suddenly, um, instead of instead of just dragging out a job, potentially, they started... Uh, being a little quicker in finishing the job, but also walking into the residence and saying, ma'am, sir, what's your concern for today? Can we deal with those first? And then possibly, you know, if you have any other issues, we'll deal with that first, get it out of the way, and then we'll finish this relocation for you. What do I mean by that? If, you, if your grandmother um, helped you build a dollhouse, create that first. If you, they see that level of care first, then they're not going to worry about uh, all the things that are in the garage that need to be packed. So it was redoing our whole customer service philosophy, and it drove up productivity amazingly. And um, giving them back part of the bottom line, that certainly didn't hurt anything. It's an interesting process, though, because you develop a process, right? Yes. For them to follow. Absolutely. And then that's a trainable process at mm -hmm. that point. Well, it's being open. It's posting outside for everyone to see whatever claims we've had. A claim is not just a dollar value. It is a customer that we didn't meet their expectations. So we didn't either set up the right expectations for that client, 
there are some moves that are more challenging than others, and it's making the client understand with an education process through a pre-move survey exactly what we are there to do and what their role in that is. So doing that well has certainly helped. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio. After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Is the greatest part of your workday the leftover lasagna you packed for lunch? Is it quickly becoming apparent that you and everyone you know are smarter than your boss? Just how satisfying is it to wear an untucked shirt on Fridays? It's time you stopped filling a position and started being fulfilled with a job that excites you every day, not just payday. And now is the perfect time to demand more of the work week. The Honolulu Star Bulletin and Midweek Work with Monsters so you can live up to your potential right here. Your calling is calling. Find it at starclassifieds.monster.com. We're back with President and CEO of M. Dyer & Sons, Rebecca Parker. Was there any tension in regards to employees saying, you know, I don't really want to be part of this new structure. I mean, I'd be excited to own mm -hmm. something, you know, um, that's a rare opportunity for many. But was there any kind of friction or challenges from the employees saying, I, I don't really want to be a part of this? Um, we had one or two that um, weren't sold, so to speak. And... Over a period of time, we lost one. But over a period of time, um, it took two to three years, really, to convince some of what we call the old-timers. But I'm so proud of them. Uh, and it's saying that to them every single day. We have, oh, an incredible wealth of employees that have been with us 20 to 35 years. That says a lot about our success in retaining employees and the level of happiness. And if they're happy, they're going to serve the client well. And how was that for you personally? Um, was, you know, because you have this challenge of stepping into a new role mm -hmm. and then also changing the structure of the way business is done and the employees owning something now. Very difficult. One, I needed to step up to the plate and grow personally. I was a single mom, and so balancing being a single parent and new structure of a job, 60 hours, 65 hours a week, what I did was change my working hours to be there before any of the men would get there. So they'd see my level of dedication. And then touching base with all of our carriers and those that we partnered with at least once a week. I made sure that I picked up the phone or picked up an email and touched them. And then never, never losing sight of the fact that you can learn something every single day. So one of the things that I would do is to go to each department and say, I don't understand how we do this. Can you teach me? And that empowered our employees. Can you teach me? I want to know, how do you create that? And I really wanted to know, genuinely wanted to know. That helps you to figure out ways in which we can provide better quality, but it also empowers the employee to think, oh, my goodness, she really cares. And I didn't realize at the time what that would do for our employees. But um, looking back, it was the right move. You know, sometimes you make wrong moves, but that one was the right move. It, it helped me to bond with them better. It's interesting because it seems like you have kind of a motherly type of um, energy. I think mm -hmm. that probably helps in that kind of situation, huh? 
Um, probably. I have eight brothers, and I'm the only girl, so uh, I learned to deal with men. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so you, can tell, you know how to tell the guys what to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you can tell them what to do, or you can convince them that that might be the best option for them. And that's a subtle process. It's not a matter of ordering anyone. I don't believe in ordering anyone. I believe in asking them, suggesting to them, and then saying, okay, why don't we, because it's not why don't you, it's why don't we try this and see if that'll work better. And then you let me know how it comes out and sincerely mean that that makes a difference. So M. Dyer does a lot of community service within the company and within the organization. Can you tell us a little bit more about how that actually works? Well, what we try to do is empower our employees to give back to the community. Um, it starts with me, but um, it certainly doesn't end there by a long shot. We have two of our sales force are um, part-time pastors in church, in churches here on the island. We have uh, 11 scout leaders within our employee group. I was a scout leader for 12 years, so we believe in, in that process. If you give back to the community, it comes back so many different ways. I can't tell you how many families we've moved because they'll say, well, Sam was my baseball coach or John was my soccer coach or I know the family because of Boy Scouts or whatnot, and we trust you to move our home because of it. I can't tell you how rewarding it is to watch the development of the employees as they realize what that does for them personally. Watching a child blossom through a five to 10 year period, what a great thing. And it's not about dollars and cents. And yes, we as a company, we match all of the Aloha United Way giving that our employees put forward. We give to a number of different charities. I chair and we support the Hawaii Food Bank with um, a particular site here that well, last year we collected over 5,000 pounds of food and about $12,000 in cash to help the Hawaii Food Bank. So, you know, there's a depth of things that are done. Um, we assist with the Goodwill Industries in helping um, break down barriers to employment, um, things of that nature, as well as community training programs. Seems like with the M. Dyer business in general, you can you can actually leverage that in order to help these organizations. Like food bank, you could help with pickup or, or transporting stuff, same with Goodwill and so on. That's kind of interesting, huh? Certainly. Well, it, it, some of it is logistics, but um, a lot of it is just um, manpower, backs, helping with that kind of thing. Um, you know, there are a number of community events that we help with because of that, such things as the Ronald McDonald House. Um, we provide cartons and some logistics to help the families in and out of there. Or the Hawaii Food Bank in providing boxes as well as manpower and trucks and organizational skills. Um, you know, it, it it's community cleanup programs because we've got 80 employees. We can help with some of those type of projects. So, But really, we believe in helping families. Sometimes we'll do a relocation um, for a family in need that is... Um, more uh, donation than um, anything else. So. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio. 
After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Staying cool on Hawaiian time. Neptunites, the sunshine in your mouth. Neptunites. For bubble tea supplies in your home, at a party or business, contact Bubble Tea Supply at 948-2622 or online at bubbletea.com. Neptunites, the sunshine in your mouth. How do you sell his company to Akamai Technologies for $3 billion? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. Who donates 6% of sales to make more money? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. How do you get 100 stores and 100 million in sales in less than 10 years? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. Who raised $50,000 in a few weeks for the tsunami relief? Find out at greatergoodradio.com. And all while benefiting the community. Radio.com. We're back with President and CEO of M. Dyer & Sons, Rebecca Parker. Being that your company is so involved in these nonprofit and community organizations, have you seen your employees actually go and seek out opportunities personally to get involved in these also? Yes, um, we do give them some time off to uh, do what they need to do as long as um, they've had pre-approval of whatever the event is. Um, we've had, uh, right now, we have an employee who's um, taking time off for his daughter to coach her team as they go through the championships on the mainland. So, yeah, a number of projects that the employees just bloom as they learn some of those leadership roles and um, what a difference they can make, not just with their paycheck, but with their time and their talent. So, Did M. Dyer always do that from, you know, when they were first started, or was that something that you implemented? When did that come into play? No, Medford Dyer, from the first day I started, uh, was so involved in so many community projects. I, I remember the first day I, I started there, he handed me a piece of paper and said, um, I need to type this up, I got a Boy Scout meeting later today, and uh, can you help me with this? <laughs> so um, he instilled that belief really early on in being involved in the community. You know, my family had also instilled that in me. So being involved in church, um, being involved in anything that involves a family, I think is really important. So, um, yeah, that, that came a long way. Do you think that being an employer <coughs> and almost um, being a model for the employees has really encouraged them to also have the philosophy of giving back? Um, and then you also give them the opportunity to give back. Absolutely. Um, just, you know, being a good corporate citizen um, goes a long way. It really does. It tells the employees that it's good for them to step out of their comfort zone um, and sometimes helping those that maybe are not in your same station. Um, you learn something about yourself and that you're only a blink from where you might be in that same situation. I, I try to tell some of our employees the homeless situation, just think about it. If something happened to you, you had a medical emergency, and 
how much money do you have put away? If you don't have more than two or three months put away, you could be that person living on the beach. You'd still have a job, but you might not have a home. So don't judge. Let's try to help. And it does, it does make a difference um, because empathy goes a, an amazing way. So, Rebecca, do you think it's a responsibility or do you think it's an obligation for these successful companies to give back and be a good role model for their employees? I think it's absolutely an obligation. You've been blessed to be placed into that position, both by the gifts that God gave you, your talent, and being in the right place at the right time. And we can't all forget that. But also, you've been entrusted with the trust of your employees. So guiding them in the right direction is really important. Um, some of my employees joke at me because they're not used to seeing me in a t-shirt and a pair of shorts and a pair of slippers, but that's what I refer back to the food bank. That's what the food bank is all about to me. It's getting out at the site that we help at, which is in Kohala, and running up and down the street like a crazy person, fishnetting to cars and showing that example that it's not about sitting in an air-conditioned office. It's about getting out there and putting yourself out of your comfort zone and helping someone else. But it's also about that sense of accomplishment, um, not just that, okay, I did my 40 hours this week. It's about being engaged with those in the community who um, need a leg up, not a handout, but a leg up. And it, you're not pulling them, yanking them up, you're showing them away. And I think that's really important. And it's not just so much your checkbook or standing out there on a street curb. It's little things of, I try to tell them, give a smile. We move some families that the um, one of the spouses has passed away. And they can do community service just based on that in their typical work day. It's empathy to that, let's say, in one case, service member this last week whose um, husband had passed away in Iraq. How good was that crew to sit and hold her hand as she's trying to decide what she's going to take and what she's not going to take? That, to me, is about giving back. What greater service is there than that? Um, so there's a lot of opportunities and what we try to do, what I try to do is to set the tone for that to happen naturally, for them not to feel like have to run around in circles and give up their family time, bring their family into that process. Thanks for joining us today on Greater Good Radio. For more information or a transcript of today's show, please visit us online at greatergoodradio.com. This is your host, Evan Leong and Carrie Leong, saying please join us next time for another episode of Greater Good Radio Hawaii. <laughs>